Tree audience, this is Kuhilika Roy Chaudhary from Travel Trends Today, extending a very warm welcome to all of you as we bring to you another information-driven and thought-provoking journey with the one and only T3 podcast series, Bolder Voices, Better Insights, that brings to light the corners of the travel, tourism and hospitality sector. For today's interaction, we have a dynamic personality with us who is renowned for supporting and contributing a big share towards Indian tourism and its diverse verticals with a vision and experience. She is a woman who has always believed in rebuilding and redefining the narratives of the travel, tourism and hospitality industry. She is currently the president of Travel Agents Association of India and is also the vice chairperson of Federation of Association in Tourism and Hospitality as well as the chairperson of Tourism and Hospitality Skill Council. So without any further ado, let us all welcome Ms. Jyoti Mayal for the interaction today. Hello Ms. Mayal. I thank you so much and Namaskar to everyone uh, who was listening to me and uh, it's such a pleasure to be on this platform to share my views uh, because I think tourism has changed the way it's evolved uh, post-COVID and that's what we are talking about now. We don't talk about pre-COVID. We've forgotten what was uh, pre-COVID was or what COVID time was. We need to move further. Yes, and thank you for uh, introducing me. Uh, and please, I love okay. to be a part of this <laughs> wonderful initiative. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so moving ahead, I think uh, the first thing that the audience would like to know that um, I think travel agents are considered as the building block of the travel and tourism industry. And I think uh, this is the segment which actually capitalizes on the economy's tourism products. So, Ms. Mayal, what is the current growth scenario of travel agents in India? What is the ground reality the audience would like to know? So I think uh, when we talk about travel agents, uh, their growth is always going to be there and I'm, I appreciate that growth mm-hmm. because people are resilient and it's an industry you don't come by choice. Uh, you come by choice, you come because you're passionate about it. I mean that's your first step, you know why do you talk about tourism is because you're passionate about it. It doesn't come with all the workings, I'm sure there are other, other jobs that can get you much better returns when it comes to the monetary part. But travel agents are always passionate about a few things. They are themselves passionate about travel, they're exploring the world, and they want to actually fulfill their dreams. I've done that. I, I always believed in fulfilling my travel dreams through my clients, to my customer. So whatever, wherever I wanted to travel, build on itineraries, I could easily give it to my give it to the travel agents. So saying that, I'm going to also say this that you know the tourism has got a huge growth. We've seen that that pre-COVID. Uh, you know, we were actually like the CAGR was around 12 percent, and for 2024 there was a huge prediction that it's going to be much, much more. But uh, of course, we got slightly laid back because of COVID, and we are bouncing back with you know multiple uh, uh, steps. You know, and we are really rebounding, and we are going to overcome the 19 uh, 2019 uh, numbers also. So travel agents are here to stay. They are always going to be there. There was this huge, uh, you know, we've seen that in our uh, try in Travel Agents Association of India, that we are getting new members every day. So when they they and we see them because they are new faces. It's not that they are the old ones wanting to come back. Some of them who had left during COVID time, and there are a lot of agents actually. When I have come to realize that that who had actually left this industry, thinking that they'll not be able to survive, but they've come back. So that makes us feel that you know travel agent is, travel agents are here to stay. The tourism has to bounce back and uh, you know grow more because people are going to travel. 
and especially post covid i have also realized that that people every customer and everyone wants to travel more <clears throat> it's not called i i don't just don't like the negative word of saying that it's revenge travel it is not it is just that we realized our priorities in life that we need to mix around we need to travel we need to explore the world we need to see it and not spend time in our four walls and you know waste our time and life life is too short we realize that our our relationships with people are very strong our relationship with our families are very strong so how do we rebuild this back and that is why people are traveling and that is what is making us survive so i think that's the best part about it and uh, we are going to be the building block of this nation because that's how the economy is going to go there are countries who look at tourism and we i think our countries also though late but they've started that step and it's time that we actually become one of the largest inbound domestic all sorts of tourism and there's a huge uh, you know connect where tourism is concerned there are so many verticals that travel agents can adopt they don't have to be a normal you know normal travel agent they can think out of the box create more itineraries do a lot of more things and we'll speak about it as we grow forward so uh, ms mayal as you have mentioned about the changing scenario of pre and post covid so i think digitalization in tourism industry has been quite also instrumental in providing more visibility to both uh, old and new players through technology so how do you think the digital transformation of the industry has helped the travel agents so i'll say you know we keep talking about digitalization and we talk about otas also i've been hearing that question since years also are the otas going to kill us and i always say technology is an enabler mm-hmm. everything evolving from technology is going to only enable us to deliver better to do better and move forward you know so we have to adopt it that's for sure we can't survive without it and we learned that during covid time if there was no zoom or there were no virtual platform i think i would have gone mad i don't know about you i'm sure you could have would have also gone mad but it's like you would you would have been disconnected from the entire environment globally you know it's not only about your own friends and family but even globally and we saw that outreach getting much more and you know so that is what i say technology is an enabler the quickly the quicker we adapt it the better we are so it has huge uh, i mean it has the benefits undoubtedly but uh looking back there are some challenges with technology because the world has shrunk it's become closer to you and uh there's more competition because now everyone especially the our youth we are a youth country so all the children who are coming into this travel uh, to, and tourism they are already equipped with that knowledge so there is going to be a disconnect right for the old people the people who have not been able to change and the new ones so i think that's the first thing that comes with it uh so the outreach has increased competition has increased but the best part is that you know every industry needs to change it has to it's a circle that you come back to it's such a it's a industry that you know as it is you know when we talk about new destinations we need to talk about the way new way you deliver also so you have to think out of the box use the technology to your uh, you know to your benefit and say how you can adapt it because because a traveler which comes in today to meet you has already got a lot of information so he's already googled it because he's also tech savvy now so he also knows how to go about and i've seen even people in the late 80s who had never thought you know they would ever get onto a uh, any google or any website or anything during covid they started using it because there's no harm in it and that's how they kept young and kept alive and you know 
now so every person who's traveling has much more knowledge or much more inputs on a destination than we do sometimes so so you are actually working for a very knowledgeable person firstly secondly the the itineraries he can choose he can you know look at destinations so he's equipped with much more everything so we need to move beyond that so how do we adapt to move beyond that and utilize our knowledge our strength our passion to deliver the best is something that we'll have to learn and we need to you know we know that around 20 to 30% jobs are going to go away because of technology and we are seeing that currently also it's happening all over the world but that doesn't mean that there's not going to be a future because things will come back with better effects with better knowledge so those two they are going to be displaced but it has a reason for growth and that is how you will grow and you will uh, you know move forward where technology is concerned so technology needs to be used to your uh, to your benefit and uh, i think that's what it is all about and today i can sit here and i can get skilled sitting at home on different destinations that's another aspect we did that during covid time we actually kept the skilling on for our members we had so many mous done during covid time so that they could become specialists for different countries different cities and it's more about it's such a widespread thing and you know it's actually helping them and there are a lot of aspects of tourism so it could be medical it could be rural it could be you know so many aspects adventure so this is a learning time for everyone incredible <laughs> thank you so much for your positive and power boosting statement i must say but amidst all this positives considering the enormous growth potential that india has ms mayal what are your views on the gaps or the untapped areas of india's tourism potential and the required strategy ahead there's no country in the world who has such beautiful seasons the weather yes the huge land land uh, bank and we can build so much on it and you know i i have said this earlier and i have said this very loudly that there was a huge opportunity for india to become the largest hub in the world you know which our neighboring countries took took it forward you know people started we could have been a transit point between connecting between the east and the west it could be a layover for traveler or it could be a long uh, long period or a long stay traveler but we missed that opportunity because we were very good you know we we talk about air india today reviving air india was a maharaja airline we have seen those era we could have been one of the best carriers to you know bring in and expand that way i understand that our country has lot of different issues to be looking into we have lot of other uh, issues which we need to take over as society but this could have gone parallelly because this could have built up the economy of the country and made it a a country what we are trying to be today Hmm. like something which has already moved on and we need to now start moving forward and i think the government now is working very seriously about it and they talk about it and i hear the honorable prime minister speak every day about tourism we've had interaction with him after the uh, during the budget time and we see that every time he talks about about tourism and he wants it to build it up but so i would say india can do it all and this is the time that we should not lose this opportunity and i kept saying during covid time also when there was we were still under a lockdown and i kept saying um, that you know as we are going to be building back everything from a scratch let's not lose this opportunity again because right now the world the whole world is on one platform 
there is no one bet doing better because during covid we saw that and countries who are doing much better initially are struggling to survive today yes. so it's a huge opportunity for india to encash and move forward to build this up it really does because when it gets entangled in government policies itself and forget what they are going to be delivering to the people the the way it moves is too slow for for and we missing out on that real important time that is incredible to learn from you miss mayar but then uh, considering your statement and also um, how the g20 presidency in india is trying to uplift the tourism potential as well as the existing and new policies levied how do you see the indian government prioritizing travel agents in particular see the uh, government also knows that they can't do away with travel agents they need to be part and parcel of it they were able to i'll give you a small example in covid time they did dekho apna desh which was a beautiful turnout mm-hmm. and i think the ministry did a wonderful it was a wonderful initiative because we needed to actually live those points sitting at our own and places wherever we are explore the world and feel that we are connected to it so it's time that the government realizes this and they have realized it, that we have to partner with them we need to take this forward to skill the travel agents and as a president i have been really pushing this that can you make india specialist it's time for us to make india specialist so i think all this will need to do a lot like marketing we are really lagging in marketing we are not being able to build that up also i said that all the states all this time have been dependent on the center they have their budgets why can't they outreach why can't they do road shows why can't they create specialists because india is a huge country so you need to work more and more effectively so why can't gujarat or maharashtra or whichever country, state we have so, states which can have budgets and skill the uh, travel agents there to create better specialists and specialists i mean real specialists you don't i mean i just do a course and i say i know the city i know the state it's not that you need to teach them what the usp of the state is you need to tell the travel agent that this is what you need to portray and this is how you should portray it. so how do we take this forward how do we skill people more how do you tell everyone who wants to be in this business to be a part of mot so that they can get benefits and they can be the extension of help helping hand between the ministry and you know the, the customer in the end so i think there are a lot of things we need to work on and that's what i said that there is so much happening but i think somehow i sometimes feel that we are really still losing the crafts of the entire and the the importance of what we should be doing so i think there should be priority based and of course i think ministry of tourism needs to have more people there it it has it has very limited people they need to have a very larger ministry because tourism is not something a few people can handle it's got so many of avenues so uh, we are working very closely with the government today uh, they listen to us we are part of everything that they are doing could be bureau of indian standards where we are creating standards for different avenues could be medical could be adventure could be mice could be wellness so we are creating those things with them. but it has to, it should not stay in the files and on document it has to move forward it has to be given to private players to say take it forward we are giving you a vision we are giving you support we are not giving you cash we are giving you marketing aids do it but deliver and make it driven by numbers we'll see your numbers at the end of 6 months if you are progressing we give you more if not okay we actually ask you to move away so i think that's how the government should be working
incredible miss mayal you have spoken about the untapped areas the crisis that the industry is facing and you also mentioned about the role of tide so uh, i think the audience is quite excited to know what are some of the biggest challenges that travel agents face which are operating within domestic and beyond and also on the other side what are the activities lined up for tide how is tide contributing to indian tourism uh that's a real tough question so i think the main thing which i again i'm going to say that is the operational challenge for all the travel agents so there is a huge disconnect between the old travel agents new thought processes and a change which needs to occur and i said that earlier we need to adapt to all of those very quickly because if we don't we are the ones who are missing the bus ways of doing business have changed um we were like finances to a lot of customers to a lot of corporates we've been want we are actually telling our members move away from that you know that aspect we are not here to finance people then they can go to the financiers they can go to banks but if we are here to build dreams we are here to build and deliver dreams and you know experience destinations we need to give them the best where the deliverables are concerned and that is most important we can't cut corners we can't cut corners if i have to fulfill a dream for someone else it has to be absolutely you have to be perfect to do that and i think that's what tourism is all about that when i travel it should be delivered in such a way that i come back with a wow experience i come back with a satisfied experience i come back with saying that you know i can go back to work i'm so motivated right now and then again when i need a break i'll go so and it's building family life is building your having team building exercises with your teams if you are traveling if you are traveling for conference i think the major thing is operational things which the travel agents have to adopt there is lot of complexities which have come into this business like i said the outreach of everyone is quicker so there's like uh, you know the and the customer loyalty is changing if the customer is no loyal longer loyal to you because those were the old days where people were very loyal to you i have dealt with companies for last 40 years but now i see that withering away because you see customer loyalty is not there he's going to go wherever he's going to get the best and that's the youth that's the millennials you are talking about or the you know gen z or whatever the next is going to be and because we are a youth country and we are adapting ourselves quickly to the young we see the differences in our own house with the young children so why are we expecting that from outside you know so i think and then the price transparency has become a big thing there's huge you know transparency in pricing there is a huge transparency in what your deliverables are the there is lot of data duplication there is lot of technical challenges so we have to see that all this is imbibed by the travel age and those challenges have to be overcome it's a new day every day you need to learn you need to adapt and you need to move and that is what i think we need to do quickly because people have more choices because of google they have there's reduced uh, you know there's so much of online things happening there is unrest after covid people are wanting immediate deliverables people don't have to, they are coming on they don't even want to get on to a computer now they want to do everything on a telephone and if you tell someone that you're going to call back you've lost that client so you need to change a lot to deliver all these things and ties continuously trying to put this into our members you know we are trying to say that you know that we need to bring in this changes we are here to help you and i say this that instead of we, we can come out with a technology platform to enable our our members so that if they don't have the investment to do they think it's a challenge we can handhold them and we can get them to you know talk to 
uh, you know the technology companies and move, move forward we are also trying to skill them a lot which we'll continue to do that we've tied up with so many countries for and we are doing road shows with them uh, we of course we travel everywhere to give them those benefits so we go out outside india we do it in india so we te- we keep trying to look at new destinations or new st- states which are wanting travel agents to work more so we do that and of course you know we are the face for them to the government so anything what they tell us we bring take it to the government we see how important it is to go move forward and we are the connect between the government so we talk to moka health home ministry mea we are always in the move we have visa, we had had visa challenges we've approached all embassies we've approached mea so those are the you know day to day challenges which also keep coming that we need to look into and we keep, we are always in the continuous process we also uh, take out a magazine namaste so that we could put everything together what you know people are wanting about destinations about scaling about uh, you know stakeholders so there is a huge connect and we are trying to do much more where technology is concerned and bring in better uh, working environment for them and better processes for them and also uh, you know uh, better connect them with the right stakeholders because we saw that in covid time that a lot of them had lot of defaults from people who couldn't refund them money i mean that's one thing which i think tai did very aggressively that we got each and every one a refund from the airline there was huge blockage of money and with the airlines and we saw to it that every member got it so this is the benefit that you get when you are associated with the right association brilliantly answered miss mayal i think i am still not over with that statement that nowadays every one of us are otas trying to promote tourism and selling with the new digital world but uh, considering your statement and also the drastic changes that have taken place pre and post covid what are the changes in the traveler travel agents mindset according to you miss mayal have occurred in terms of selling outbound tour packages what are the changes you have seen so there are a lot of changes coming as per individual see one thing is that the groups have become the group they are the people are wanting to travel in smaller groups not very large because again that we see that covid is coming so people start wearing masks of course which you should be but they get reluctant so the person is still trying to gauge what is in the environment he's not confident he wants to travel for sure he doesn't want to sit back home he also wants to this peer pressure because if my friends and family are traveling and i'm not traveling i look like a fool or there are other ways be down so i think i want to be there but i and then it's becoming like a work it's work uh, now i say it's work leisure it's not leisure leisure because people want to travel and they want to work from the same destination and hybrid and covid has taught us how to do that so we are doing that companies are allowing that so there's a lot of thing that thing and another mindset which is always there is like the technology is playing a very big role and i was really on skip that day that they some they've named it goat which is the greatest of all trips so people are posting those and that's how the people are traveling so that's why i'm saying technology is enabling the traveler to change his thought processes so of course there's a lot of pent up demand that is what the traveler is looking at there is also you know they want trip stacking what you call it they want free and flexible you know this you know they want no cancellation policies so travelers looking at the least cancellation policy ticket or the package they'll want to buy because we don't know what tomorrow is and everyone is doesn't have money to just waste or splurge or block so you know everyone has their own limited resources so they need to move that way so that's another thought process which comes into a lot of customers 
and the last thing which i would say is that you know they look they, of course one is the ease of business that's another part which i've said it earlier so just quickly say it people are still wanting to book and look uh, you know everything on their on their phones now because they have smartphones they don't want to you know uh, you know when they are stuck at midnight somewhere they don't want to be calling the travel agent have the uh, or a, on even online travel agent because they are also working offline so they don't want someone doesn't connect with them so they want everything being tracked on their mobiles and it is happening you can track a client of yours sitting at home today where he is what he is doing if he has any challenges you can put it on the telephone you know what challenges he has he doesn't have to speak to you so all these things need to be built up and the traveler is looking into it if he can afford it he will look into that so the traveler who is already a mature traveler or experienced traveler has moved up a traveler who was not has not reached that state of course will travel and he will travel domestically first which is beautiful because that's what we are looking at with the increased you know outreach i think that's beautiful so uh, that's the main thing i think that's they are looking at of course they are still cost conscious though simply wonderful miss mayal i really can't thank you enough for sparing your time and bringing such a detailed perspective of the industry right at the forefront of the t3 audience um, any message that you would like to convey to our audience or the industry in particular yes uh, main thing which i would like to first tell the government then they need to work more closely with us and i don't say us as tai i say as us as an industry because here i'm talking about as an industry i think there needs to be a better connect uh, like i said we need to bring in private partnerships to deliver and let everyone get that opportunity let's not close our eyes to opportunities that are coming to us let us not get into favoritism also and let us not go beyond our own uh, you know scope of work and the other thing that i keep saying is that you know india should also have a compulsory policy of insurance when applying for a visa for a, from outbound you know a lot of the countries have we still haven't actually we're not emphasizing so much on it so we need to say that you cannot travel to india without an insurance so that that's a comfort level for the government and the travel uh, travel agent because when they come to us and something happens to them we bear the cost if they are not insured though people have become smart but if it's a compulsion like we do for other countries they will automatically come back with an insurance and thirdly i think they need to do a lot of marketing to say that we have inbound and our honorable prime minister and we heard our finance minister also say the same that we are looking at domestic tourism so i think these are things which the government needs to look at and we are always there to support thank you so much for your power packed and motivational i mean message that you wanted to convey to the government as well as the audience it is always um, indeed a pleasure for me as well as the audience to have your presence and i can't thank you enough for letting us explore the nook and corners of the industry with you uh, carrying forward the infectious positivity brought to you uh, brought by you always miss mayal and also thanking the lovely audience joining the session today this is kohil karoy choudhury uh, signing off as we promise to get back with another detailed session with another voice and another insightful conversation stay tuned for more thank you so much